Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week eight waiver wire pickups as we keep moving along in the season. Such a fun season it is. Um, all right. We got some last week waiver wire wasn't good. The week before wasn't very good. This week, I don't know if it's any good, but I think there's a couple of players we could go for. So we'll just not start jumping into this list. So I think the biggest um I don't know, the biggest pickup is probably gonna be a 49er running back, I guess. I think it ha- does it have to be Jamichael Jamichael Hasty this week? Uh with Jeff Wilson being out, Mostert being out. McK- randomly McKinnon not all of a sudden playing I, I mean I feel like you have to take that chance on Jermichael Hasty, but this is also a spot where you don't feel really good about putting a lot of you know capital into getting him I would say because people were doing that with Jarek McKinnon a couple weeks back I was one of them who tried to with Jarek McKinnon thank god I got beat out I got outbid in our auction for that because I'd be really hating it right now but I think you go for Jermichael Hasty, but how how much of a – I mean, you don't want to put much of an investment here, do you? Because Mostert's going to come back. Coleman could be coming back. What, what what do you do here if you need a running back and you're looking at the list and you got Jermichael Hasty's about the only one you see? I mean, he really is one of the only ones you can get off the waivers right now. He would have to be on near the top of your list, but I think you're spot on when you say this week <laughs> I would not put a lot of draft capital in getting one of these guys or even even more so i mean if you need a running back which is highly likely for a lot of teams i mean maybe i would use my number one you know pit like if if you have the number one priority but um i i would not be against holding on to it if you have other ways to go because i think this one is going to be so volatile we'll know a little bit more when we find out how severe these injuries are but even with getting hasty that is no guarantee that another running back won't be inserted and, and they could, use him it's going to be a complete coin flip in my mind it could just be mckinnon like it yeah. really could be yeah um so i mean i think he's the top one but i don't i don't love it at all and i was say some of the other guys then up here um so you got joe michael hasty but then i think you got la michael p ryan there for the jets which again i don't think he's very good i honestly don't think this guy's great he had 11 carries, though, and he only, though, turned it into 39 yards, but he got a touchdown. Right. So if you really, really need a player to play, that's another one, right? Frank Gore is still going to split time with him, and it's not, yeah, it's not like he's any good, but what, what, what are you going to do here? Well, you know, what, what should you do? Um, I don't know if he's the answer. I don't love these answers, but they're, they're players that are going to get some volume. You know, and sometimes – I mean, like you, you, you know that that feeling, Jeff, on your team. You just need players with volume this year. Yeah, and sometimes get the ball. I'll play you. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. That's what you're looking for here. And he's only owned in about 11.1 percent of leagues. Again, I don't, I don't really love the the play. I mean, I guess you could also look at Frank Gore if you really need volume. Yeah, he's only owned in 23 percent of leagues. I don't like recommending these kind of pickups, but that's about where you're at right now at this point of the year. Yeah, we're depending on what happens with Chris Carson and but I mean Carlos yeah. Hyde would be up there too right yeah Carlos Hyde would definitely jump um the list a little bit here um 
he, he would just have to because he, he's a better player, I think, than these guys even at this point in his career. I don't think he's a great player, but he shows he can still get it done a little bit. Well, especially so if Chris Carson is out, I mean, is he number one? I think because, so. I, I think he say, I think so too. And then what what if Chris Carson is just questionable, like hobbled? Like, I, are you still going hasty then? I, I think, yeah. I think you'd still go, I think, I think it has to be. God, I we need to know more about 49ers before we get into that into next week. Yeah. Another one could be Wayne Gallman here with uh Devontae Freeman getting his in, you know, injuring his ankle um at the end of the game Thursday, which there hasn't, I haven't really heard much news about that since that happened. But if he did, Wayne Gallman will step in and be the guy. And we've seen Wayne Gallman be able to, you know, be decent at times, right? Like he's he's good enough to get you by for a week, I would say. So Wayne Wayne Gallman could could be one of those that you go pick up. Uh, some others. That's about it, Jeff. The <laughs> end of list. <laughs> I mean, so Damian Harris is still out there. That Patriots team though is pretty poor, but Harris did go ten for fifty eight. I'll say that he. I think he's a good player. I just don't love the offense, but I think um, Damian Harris should be on your list yet to pick up. Okay, I do agree with that one. I think that he has a lot of upside. You know. As a streamer for next week, I'm not so sure. But I, I do think that he's got more upside than a lot of the guys we already talked about. I think eventually if they get their stuff together, which I have to believe they will at some point, I do think that he is kind of the guy. But there's a lot of moving parts even in that that whole situation. Yep. So over at wide receiver, there's a couple guys again that are here that um, I'm going to look around. Let me pull up my list again. If you go like under 50%, there's still some interesting names like Sterling Shepard. I think he's only owned about 36% of leagues. He he probably should be owned. He's it's six for 59 and a touchdown after he came back from, he was out like four games. So his, his percentage really dropped, but he's, he's Sterling Shepard. I feel like never quite lives up to what we're hoping he's going to, but he definitely needs to be owned though. I, I would feel like that he should be on teams. So I would pick up Sterling Shepard. Some other guys, I guess you could look at, uh, Rashard Higgins from the Browns after the injury to Odell and he stepped up and played pretty well. So that could be an interesting one. But then I also, some guys I'm more like excited about that. I still think I've talked about a million times, but Brandon Ayuk, he's, he's still down the list. He's owned in um, 20%, about 20% of leagues. And he pulled off what 112 yards this past week. I think he's a good player and they've been, you know, trying to get him the ball a little bit. I think you go pick up Brandon Ayuk yet. And, you know, I don't, if you really need to put a player in a lineup, throw him in there. I don't, I wouldn't feel terrible about that. I think he could do something for you. Then, yeah. What about that? What, what do you feel like after that? I mean, the, the only two, I mean, I've talked about both of these guys. I don't have anything new, but Corey Davis came out and he caught a touchdown. I, you know, I, I was saying that he was an interesting guy coming back from injury. So six for 35 and a touchdown, not spectacular, but that's pretty good after missing three weeks. So I think he is an interesting one from that, that team being so white hot. And then also once again, waiting for injuries to kind of come back because IRs are shorter now, but uh, Alan Lazard, he had, you know, the core muscle injury, he had surgery um, and they got, you know, um, he was found that he can't come and actually officially practice with the team, but he was out stretching and doing that kind of stuff. So it does seem like he's healthy enough to, you know, start being around football and, and he's trying to get back into to shape. 
So Alan Lazard would be a very interesting one for me because if you look at what he was able to do, I mean, he only played the first three weeks, but uh, he went, you know, four for 63 and a touchdown, three for 45, and then six for 146 and a touchdown, and then he got injured. So he was turning into the, the clear-cut number two behind Devontae Adams, and we saw what Devontae Adams was able to do this week. I think he could. I mean, he's good enough to keep doing that, but that number two is something that you're always looking for. So I think down the stretch, Alan Lazard will probably take that back because no one else is really doing anything on that team yep. besides for you know the running game and then and then Devonte Adams. So I think Alan Lazard, uh, you could pick him up for, for probably nothing this week, and you can stash him if able. Or hey, maybe uh, you still have an IR spot. You could pick him up, throw him on there, and wait it out. Uh, th- that is what I would recommend because he he was dropped by a, a ton of players and or a ton of people, and he's only owned in just under 24% of leagues right now. So that's where my mind would go. Oh, the last one too. I talked about him last time, uh, Mims. So yep. he finally was off IR. He finally played and he immediately tied for uh, receptions and targets and everything like that. And then on top of that, it looks like Perriman went down with an injury. So all of a sudden he might be the number one wide receiver on top of go. being a very talented young guy. He's on a, you know, a team that hasn't been getting it done. But he's a very interesting one in my mind, too. So Mims would be the other one. Yeah, and then also, I guess you look at young guys who were hurt, like Jalen Rager. So he's he should be coming off IR here fairly soon. And I liked his potential quite a bit. And, okay, so with the Eagles, like Travis Fulgham has stepped up with, really, there hasn't been people to throw the ball to. I think Rager's more talented than Travis Fulgham. And I feel I really feel like that's been a missed opportunity. Like Rager, if he had not gotten hurt, he could be doing some good things right now. So I would if you have the spot to, you know, just to put a player on your bench, I, I think Rager's a good pickup. I, I like to, you know, take that chance and see what he what he can turn into. Then um I know some other names that are if you're a little more desperate, you could, you know, throw in uh, Nelson Aguilar for a week if you needed to. Um don't love it, but yeah, you could do that. Other than that, I don't really have any other receivers. That's about what I'm looking at for this week. Um, how about tight ends here? Are you interested in Harrison Bryant at all after his uh, big game there the other day? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I'll be honest on this one. I have no idea. I, I truly don't. I, I wouldn't be going out to get him. But for all I know, he's going to be the favorite new target. I, I doubt it. But I don't know how you're feeling about it. I'll probably stay away. Staying away. I don't trust it. I don't trust any of these pick. There's okay. I'm telling to be honest. There's not a tight end pickup. I'm going to feel good about it all. There's players. Tight ends going to be the same every week. If you're looking for a guy to fill in and you're, you're down the list, just you, you, you put one in, hope something happens. It's like a Harrison Bryant. Maybe you put Logan Thomas in. Uh, maybe you try, maybe you try Greg Olson for a week. Dalton Schultz. I don't know. Try one of those guys. Dallas Goddard though is the interesting one. If he were to come back here soon, which we still just don't have that clarification when he's going to be back. Um, it looks like they say possibly what week 10, maybe. So mm-hmm. it's still a couple weeks out. So he's a, he's another name there, but yeah. yeah. Once again, I, I think it, it goes along with, uh, Lazard though. I, he is a, the real deal as far as like a big name that is still out there and, and not owned in a lot of leagues. What is he only 28%, um, had. So if you do have an IR spot, um, I mean, I would definitely pick him up and, and wait it out because he'll be a, a great piece to add um, late in the season. Yep. Um, over at quarterback, if you're looking at streamers this week, I don't really think there's a lot of great options except for if if Carson Wentz is available in your league, 
which he's down to only 61% owned. Actually, Carson Wentz is. If Carson Wentz is available in your league, he's going against Dallas. So go go ahead. Look at, I mean, they're, they're, just, they're just not good. So go get Carson Wentz for this week if he's out there. That'll be a good streamer, I believe, for you. After that, the best options, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater playing against Atlanta. That's probably up there. Um, that's about probably one of the best ones you're going to find. The, a lot of the other ones aren't just uh, – I mean, and I feel like I'm turning into like his, his number one cheerleader, even though I'm not, but like Derek Carr, I think is a legit streamer. I have to say that again. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Another very solid outing. He's about to go against Cleveland. We saw Joe Burrow just tear him up. Yep. Um, so I think that he's good for, you know, 20, 25 points almost every week lately. So unless he has yeah, that's a, a big regression, I think Derek Carr is a great streamer. No, I like, I like that one a lot, actually. That's a, in, in Cleveland. I mean, they haven't been, I mean, they're, they're average, right? They, they let Burrow do some, you know, play pretty well, but they haven't, they haven't been very good. So I like, I like that yeah. one a lot. I, just for, just for fun. I know the answer is going to be, you wouldn't do it, but what is your outlook on Tua going up against the Rams? We finally get to see him. I know people are going to be like, you know, wanting to like use him just for fun. What do you think is, is a viable like, what do you think I mean, is actually going to happen there? I wouldn't play it this week, but I don't mind picking him up because the guy could be really good. It's, it's you know, it's hard to say what he's going to be. Uh, I wouldn't play him this week, though. I can't. I never could do that. But I guess if you're desperate and you don't like those other those other options, I mean, and it, I guess it depends on what your team's like this year. If you're in a more desperate situation, you just kind of got to, you know, go for it. Maybe you'd do it, but I, I can't find myself. I don't see a scenario where I would ever play Tua this week. I'm, I want to see what he can, what he actually is before we do that. So defenses, I want to see if there's any streaming defenses for the week. So you have chargers going against Denver. I think that could be a good one. Uh, Drew Locke really has not been very good, honestly. It, no, he really it, has coming back from injury. He lost Sutton. I mean, there's a lot of things you can blame it on, but overall he just hasn't been getting it done. Nope. No. No. Um, yeah. So, that's a that's one of them there for you. There's not a lot of great options. Titans against Cincinnati could be. I know Cincinnati can put up points at times, but I could see Titans being able to stop that and could be an option. Um, the other the other ones down here, I'll just name some off. Jeff, tell me what you think about them. Uh, you're going to play the Giants against Tampa? No, that's not happening, mm-hmm. right? Saints against Chicago? Maybe. That's a, you know maybe that could be an interesting one. Um, Broncos, uh, Broncos against the Chargers, probably not. Seahawks against San Francisco, probably not. Cowboys, no, don't even care who they're playing. <laughs> Vikings against Green Bay, no. Dolphins against the Rams, no. Packers against Minnesota, maybe. Minnesota hasn't been very good, but yeah, not a lot of great options this week at, at, on streaming defenses. So I think I would go. Um, yeah, man, Charger, Chargers, Broncos, probably the best one I can see. Just not a not a great Saints Saints Bears would probably be the next one. Unless you see anything I'm not seeing. And then Titans against Cincinnati. I'm no. really not. No, really. It's like not, not a great time if you're trying to stream defenses, I would say. But um uh, what actually <laughs> I mean, do, we, <laughs> do we already talk about the Dolphins? What the oh Dolphin Dolphins going against the Rams? Yeah, Dolphins going against Rams is an interesting one, but they've been, I mean, the last two games, they did really well. And it was against San Fran and the Jets, so I'm not so sure. And then they were up and down before that. 
but that might be an interesting one because I think it's so weak this week. It is. I mean, if you're if you're that desperate, right? That's where you go. <laughs> I'm yeah, guessing. I mean, yeah, that's about it. But all right, that'll do it for waiver wire. Another another big time week in the waivers <laughs> fantasy football this year. Oh, don't you love fantasy football 2020, Chef? <laughs> yeah, 2020 is awesome. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys tomorrow.